Welcome to Church Unfiltered Podcast, a leadership podcast for pastors, church leaders, and volunteers. Now, here's your host, Dr. Anthony Cops. Welcome to another episode of Church Unfiltered. This podcast is sponsored by Breakthrough Ministry Consulting, and we are here to help pastors and church leaders find the answers to questions they are really asking. Today's episode is five positive trends that came out of the pandemic, five positive trends that came out of the pandemic. Before we dive into our content, I want to encourage all pastors or church leaders who are listening to answer a simple question for me. Are you ready? Here's the question. When is the last time you assessed or took your staff or volunteer leaders through personal leadership training. Notice what I ask, not an annual leadership meeting, not a workshop about plans for the church, but a training that focuses in on developing them as a leader God called them to be. If you haven't done that, you need to contact me as soon as possible and book one of our wired workshops. What is a wired workshop? It's a three or four hour workshop designed and tailored specifically to your church leaders to help them understand how they are wired personally and how God aligns them with the vision of your church or organization. If you want to contact me to schedule one of our wired workshops, simply send an email at info at breakthroughonline.org. That's info at breakthroughonline.org. All right, let's dive into those five trends, those five positive trends that came out of the pandemic. Here we are in 2023, almost three years to the date of the start of the global pandemic. We have a number of lessons learned and memories to sort through. And of course, we know that the church was impacted in one way or another as a result. Despite all of what we experience there are some positives that have helped the church become better i want to list these five these five positives that i personally see in my business my consultation with churches with pastors and leaders Uh, these are five positive trends that i am seeing as i'm out there in the field working with church leaders Let's go ahead and start. It's in no particular order. I just want to list these five. The first one is that I'm seeing a greater understanding of online ministry, online ministry, a greater understanding of it. Prior to the pandemic, many churches had not uh, experienced a, a vast reach online or digital footprint because most churches were just streaming their worship services. Many churches were streaming their worship services. As a result of the pandemic, many churches had to scramble in how do we make sure that we keep connected and engaged with our membership when we couldn't gather together or there were issues in gathering together. And so what began to happen as a result of the pandemic is that churches that normally wouldn't have paid much attention or wasn't pay- weren't paying much attention uh, to their online presence began to focus in on what it means to make sure that you have an online presence, you have a digital footprint, and that you are engaging your members even from a distance. That's a positive trend that came out of the pandemic. People are still doing it. Um, I, I will say this, let me say this, with all of these trends, 
the tendency that we have as leaders is to fall back to some of the things we were doing before. But I want to encourage you, pastors, church leaders, do not fall back on this particular trend. Make sure that you are building up your online community. Make sure you are focusing on engagement and expanding your reach even across the globe. Why? Because at any moment we saw that something could take place, something could happen, and we need to make sure that we are prepared to still reach our people, our folks, even if something happens that prevents us from gathering together. But even more importantly, you have people who have joined your ministry, who are part of your ministry now, and they need to stay connected. And so you want to continue to build your online community. That means more than just streaming your worship services. That's good that you can stream your services. Wonderful. You get the gospel out there. That's fine. But you need to engage the people who are watching and you need to build an online community. Each of these five trends can be a topic by itself, can be an episode by itself. And I want to encourage you to go back and look at different episodes that we have had. We've had Nona Jones on that came and talked about digital engagement. We've had Shakira Whitaker that talked about reaching um, online audiences. We've had several people on that have talked about that. And we encourage you to go back to some of our earlier episodes and listen, learn about online and digital ministry. Here's a second. Here's a second positive trend that has come out of the pandemic. The second positive trend that has come out or another positive trend is that young adults have moved into areas of leadership. Young adults have moved into areas of leadership, kind of piggybacking off of the, the technology uh, need that, ar that arose during the pandemic because we needed to go online and make sure we are connecting with people via social media is that the young adults moved to the forefront. They understood how to engage online and reach people in ways that we might not have known. Those of us who are a little older might not have known. And so that caused young adults to be able to step up into the forefront. Many pastors and church leaders gave young adults opportunities during the pandemic that they wouldn't have had otherwise, that they didn't have prior to the pandemic. And what that has resulted in is it's not just limited to online presence and social media, but it has also helped young adults to step into leadership roles, even as people as churches have reopened. We're back to uh, gathering in person. It showed that young adults can lead, that they don't have to necessarily wait for all of us to get too old to 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 lead anymore, that young adults have the capability, they have the wherewithal, they have the understanding, the knowledge, the skill set to be able to lead right now. Yes, they may have to be guided, trained, developed, but they have the opportunity. They have the capacity to be able to lead right now. And that's a positive trend that has come out of the pandemic is that we've been able to see young adults. What I mean by young adults, 18 to 35, young families, 40 years, 40 year olds in some churches. You don't get to lead different ministries and different groups unless you've been there forever or people who are leading those groups will not will not. Uh, relinquish those roles be, until they absolutely have to. But the pandemic sped that process up that a lot of people are now 
giving up those roles or moving on to doing different things. And young adults have an opportunity to be able to lead right now. That's a positive trend. That's a great thing that is happening even across the world that you're seeing young adults. And I'm seeing young adults even more visible. I I do my research. I, I look at churches. I look at their websites. I visit churches online. I check out what's happening around the globe as far as church. And, and I'm seeing a an uptick, if you will, on the visibility of young adults, which is a great thing. Why is that such a great thing? Because in order for you to show that your church is living, you have to show that there's some life. In other words, you want to make sure that you show that there's some some life to your church, that there's young people, there's young adults, there's young families. And I'm seeing an uptick in, in visibility of young adults um, with churches. And that's a great thing. You see more more young adults and young families, young people on websites and social media. That's because they're leading more. And that be- that's because they are coming to the forefront and we recognize the significance. This is a generation that needs to be empowered now, not years from now, but now. And so that we can make sure that they are able to give input, that they are able to operate and help us to be able to meet the needs of the people um, in, in no matter what comes up, well, no matter what comes our way. So grateful for the young adults. I, I love the young adults. I love uh, how they are. They just have so much energy. You've got to know how to work with them. That's going to be a topic that we're going to deal with in in a in an episode coming up soon. Is how do you work with young adults? How do you work with young adult leaders and volunteers when you are a Gen Xer or a Boomer? How do you do that? How do you engage? We'll talk about that in another episode. But I've seen a I've seen a significant increase in young adults moving into areas of leadership, which is a positive trend that came out of the pandemic. Here's another one, an increase of mental health awareness, an increase of mental health awareness prior to the pandemic. I've shared this on a couple of episodes before prior to the pandemic. um, We were seeing a trend of of pastors uh, committing suicide. We've been we were seeing a trend of pastors burning out all types of things happening. And those those things continue. It's not like they went away. But one of the things that has happened over the the pandemic is because of the fact that we as a as a as a world, as as world citizens went through a traumatic experience, there's there's mental more mental health awareness. That's one aspect of it. Then we endured and we dealt with many of the social injustices that came to light during the pandemic. And that was traumatic for us. And we had to deal with those things. Then we went through political uh, turmoil. All types of things was ha- were happening uh, during the pandemic time. And we had to deal with these things and we still have to deal with all of those things. And so there's there's there was a, a result of mental health awareness that surged during the pandemic time, even in the church. And the truth is we have a long way to go before we are, we destigmatize how mental health is seen in the church. They still kind of shun sometimes. And people say you can pray some certain things away. I still hear it preached. I still hear it taught um, that, that it's, it's all about just praying something away or that you need to do this. But I will say that there has been more conversation 
uh, centered around mental health. And it is such a great thing to do that. You're hearing more pastors, you're hearing more church leaders talk about mental health, even for themselves and encouraging people to not only pray, not only have a strong spiritual life, but seek out help through therapy and counseling. So we're seeing an increase in mental health awareness. We're seeing young adults moving into areas of leadership. We're seeing a greater understanding of online and use of online ministry. And another one, here's here's another one. We are seeing conversations about succession planning, conversations about succession planning, man, succession planning was almost almost a, a cuss word. You don't talk about when is the pastor or the leader going to retire or leave or anything like that. Why? We were scared to talk about those types of things. That's taboo, because if you talk about that, it it may suggest that people will try to oust you or people will try to look for someone else other than the pastor that is in place. But now the discussion has taken place about succession planning. It's increasing. We had on our show, we had um, William Vanderbloom, and he is the owner of the Vanderbloom and Search Group that is out there in Houston. We had him on the show in an earlier episode as well. He mentioned about that. This was we had him on a couple of years ago now, and he was talking about succession planning even then. That's why you need to listen to Church Unfiltered. We talk about the things that are relevant to pastors and church leaders. Succession planning is simply this. It is preparing your church for the next leader, for the next leader, the current pastor preparing the church for the next leader, whether that is by uh, leading that church to to search for someone new or selecting someone and training and developing that person to take over. We see an increase of that over the pandemic because we saw that happen. Pastor Rick Warren um, of Saddleback Church, he he retired and turned the church over to um, to a pastor. And we saw that happen. We saw at Salem Baptist Church in Chicago. We saw Pastor Meeks. Um, he retired and turned the church over to Pastor Charlie Date. We see succession happening and increasing, becoming more popular, becoming more uh, more of a conversation. And I want to encourage every pastor, every church leader, you need to start planning. You need to start planning who will succeed, who who will come after you? How will the church select the next person? Or is there someone that you can start pouring into that you can develop and train to take your place once you retire? We're not going to be here forever. And we need to always be in a mode of developing someone or passing the baton, getting ready to pass the baton off to someone else. Succession planning has become a topic of discussion, even in churches, in church settings that normally that's not the way it works. People will stay in there until they can't stay in, stay anymore. We've got to get beyond that. We've got to make sure people enjoy life. People are able to retire and enjoy themselves, maybe, maybe consult or maybe go into advising and mentoring someone else. But we have to develop a time frame where we will say, hey, it's time for me to turn this over. I want to help somebody else to take on. And again, that's a topic. Maybe we'll try to get uh, William back on or or someone to come on and talk about succession planning and how to do that. 
because it's so important to to make sure that you do that the right way. I encourage you check out uh, podcasts and teachings from Kerry Newhoff. He's talking about that quite a bit now is succession planning and the importance of that pastor that's retiring to stay out of the way. There's so much that we could say about that, but that's a trend that has that is a positive trend that came out of the pandemic is that the conversation about succession planning has increased and is becoming more prevalent, which is awesome. All right. So four things I've named already. I have one more. So four things. Greater understanding of online ministry. Young adults have been beginning to move into areas of leadership. There's an increase of mental health awareness. Talking about it more. Thank God. Uh, and then also the conversation about succession planning has been happening. Last one. I've seen churches merging together, churches merging together. Once again, we've talked about that a little bit here on Church Unfiltered. Um, during the pandemic, I had the honor of being able to help two churches come together and they are doing well or that church is doing well. And thank God for the, the wisdom of those pastors to recognize that coming together would be better than them trying to do ministry separately. And so churches merging together is a significant trend that is happening, positive trend that is happening because people are recognizing Hey, we can do more together than we can do apart. And so it's not to say that every church needs to merge. It's not to say that that's something that has to happen. But if a church is struggling, a church is barely open, but it has buildings and land and resources, what what would it hurt? What would it hurt to merge with a church that's maybe thriving but doesn't have all of those things? For instance, a new church, a church plant, what would it hurt to do that? Merging together, you get that vitality and that energy back and then um, and able to reach the community, especially if the community has changed. For instance, there are churches that were historically located somewhere or, or been located somewhere for years in a certain community, but the community around them has changed. What would it hurt? to merge with the church that can reach that particular community and you can reach that community together and, and worship and love, uh, love on that community and serve the Lord together. Those are positive trends. I'm going to run that list back again, but I just see that I see such a positive, such a positive energy from these five things, a greater understanding of online ministry. People are doing online ministry better. They're doing it well. Some churches have mastered it. Some churches are doing a fantastic job. And prior to the pandemic, they didn't even do anything online, but now they have caught on to it. Young adults moving into areas of leadership. Thank God these young adults are now have an opportunity to be able to step into areas of leadership and be a blessing to their church. Increase of mental health awareness. Thank you, pastors, church leaders. Please encourage your people not only to get uh, not only for prayer and 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 fasting and making sure that your devotional life is in order, but that they seek out professional help if needed as well. Um, and and for those pastors so that don't burn out, you have an op you have an outlet and you have opportunity to be able to grow to grow and strengthen yourself in the area of mental health. Succession planning conversations, pastors, church leaders begin to have the discussion. 
what's going to happen when this time for this pastor to retire how long will he be there he or she be there when is when is the succession plan going to go into effect is there someone you can train up and get that in order and then finally churches merging together maybe you want to consider merging with the church across the street instead of competing with them for the few people in the neighborhood maybe you want to merge together and make and make a ministry, a, a new ministry, something fresh that you can you can reach uh, a new generation of families and uh, and grow together. Maybe you want to consider that. Maybe you want to consider merging together with with a church of a different culture so that you can reach your neighborhood. Those are things to consider. Those are positive trends that came out of the pandemic. I'm excited seeing the things that are happening. There's so many more that we can list, but I wanted to list those five. Why? Because each of those five can be a episode in itself and they will. And we'll talk about some additional things as well. Just wanted to share some positive trends. We've had a lot of things happening as a result of the pandemic. We've had a lot of tragic things that took place, but wanted to share some positive things I heard someone the other day, I'll close with this. I heard someone the other day say that, hey, I've heard that people say that the church is different. Um, the church will never be the same, but I'm praying that God will make it the same. I, I wanted to share with that person. I wanted to say to that person, I know what you're trying to say with that, but God himself will not let the church be the same. Aren't we supposed to be better? Aren't we supposed to grow? Aren't we supposed to become even more the Christ-like in our individual growth. How is it that we're going to go back to something that we were never uh, that that was that has passed? And so I want to encourage you, brothers, sisters, church leaders, pastors, stop trying to go back to what things were and recognize and embrace where things are and where God is leading us. Let's try to see what where is God taking us. What is He doing? And let's look at positive things like this online community, mental health aware, all these different things, getting those young adults going. And let's make sure that we grow together and thank God that he did get us through this pandemic. And there's some positive things that came as a result. We want to thank you for listening to Church Unfiltered on today. We are excited about this new season. We're going to be talking a lot of things about leadership and specific things that are that pastors and church leaders are asking we thank God for you joining us on today. Thank you for joining us on Church Unfiltered. God bless. Thank you for listening to Church Unfiltered. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Church Unfiltered Podcast and connect with us. If you would like more information on this topic discussed in this episode, or if you would like to bring Dr. Cobbs in for church consulting, leadership training, or speaking engagements, please email us at info at breakthroughonline.org. Again, that is info at breakthroughonline.org. Until next time, God bless you and keep you.